Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. This is the special Friday edition of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I will recap the high school football games from last week and preview week four's matchups. Going to talk about the Atlanta Braves upcoming series between the San Francisco Giants. They had a rain out yesterday. And I will preview college football and the NFL So last night in the National Football League, the Washington football team picked up a 30-29 victory over the New York football Giants. Dustin Hopkins booted the 43-yard field goal with no time left on the clock as the Washington football team wins on a last-second field goal to push their record to 1-1. The New York Giants are now 0-2, and they got to face the Falcons next week. There's still question marks about the offensive line. Saquon Barkley is not explosive like he was before the injury. He only had 13 carries for 57 yards. Daniel Jones was the leading rusher for the Giants. And I've really been impressed with the Georgia, the former Georgia defensive end, Aziz Ojolari. He picked up a sack. But the story was Taylor Heineke coming in. One consistent from the Washington football team is that Terry McLaurin is their reliable wide receiver. If you had him on your fantasy league, you did well. Washington will travel to Buffalo next week to take on the Bills. Another one of those opponents that the Falcons have to take on after they play the Giants. That will be at home as well. So I rewatched the Falcons game against the Philadelphia Eagles. And it was a head-scratcher. Then the Eagles put that touchdown with seconds left to go in the first half. And then the two-point conversion was just killer. And then the Falcons are trailing 15-6 at halftime with the Eagles getting the ball back. Now the Falcons behind the eight ball. Matt Ryan is now one-dimensional. He doesn't know what to do with the football. It was just humiliating to see on those fourth-down conversions that the Eagles brought the house. And that's where the big spill about their offensive line is coming from. I actually thought that Matt Ryan did a pretty good job those first two drives to begin the game. But the defense for the Falcons did not have a plan when it came to containing Jalen Hurts. When they came with the blitz, Jalen Hurts was able to run out of the pocket, gain some big yards for a first down, and he was able to scramble and make plays to throw to wide open wide receivers. A lot of Eagles receivers wide open. So this game coming up against the Buccaneers, the Falcons should be able to make adjustments. What do teams do after a humiliating loss? They bounce back. I think this game will be a little bit more closer. So we had a couple of high school football games last night. One in particular that's in Region 6A 
in 6A Region 2 is the Opelika Bulldogs beating Carver Montgomery, and they won 28-6 convincingly. And Opelika has won three straight games after starting 0-2. They have a big game next week in Phoenix City as they will take on Central. Looking forward to that game. And last night at A.J. McClung Stadium, Shaw lost to Carver 43-7. One game I do want to mention, uh, the game between Whitewater and Northside actually was scheduled for next week. I know I've been saying on the show that that was... That was the next game on the schedule, according to MaxPreps.com. But that game is going to be next week. So the Braves had a rainout yesterday. That game against the Colorado Rockies will be scheduled at a later date. We don't have a makeup date in sight. The Phillies defeated the Cubs 17-8. So now they are only three back from the Braves. One race that's really getting tight in the NL West is the Dodgers are now one game behind the San Francisco Giants after the Giants lost to the Padres 7-4. The Dodgers had the night off. It's going to be interesting to see with all this football going on this weekend. You got the Braves taking on the Giants for a three-game series at Oracle Park in San Francisco. This game will be at 9.45 Eastern Time tonight. Ian Anderson who was supposed to pitch yesterday, will take the mound for the Braves going up against Lucas Webb for the Giants. The Dodgers will take on the Cincinnati Reds. That's one team that is in the wild card hunt. You've got a pretty exciting wild card chase in the National League with the St. Louis Cardinals. They have a half game lead over the Padres and the Reds are only one game back. And don't count out the Phillies. They're two and a half back, and the Mets are five back. I mean, you could see a scenario where the Mets rattle off some games, but they did lose three straight. So more than likely, their season is over. A very tight race in the American League for the wild card. You got the Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox both in a tie with the New York Yankees a half game back. The Oakland Athletics have won two straight, so now they are three back in the wild card. Baseball during this time is exciting, but if you're a baseball fan and a football fan, it seems like baseball takes the back seat. I've been to a baseball game in September when you have these passionate college football fans who are casual Braves fans in the summertime. But I'm a baseball fan all around. Everybody that knows me knew that I went to three Columbus Chattahoots games this year, including the Sun Belt Championship. All right, so we have some big matchups in college football this weekend, and I'm really excited about some of these matchups. The two games that I'm looking forward to is Alabama going to the swamp to take on the Florida Gators. Is the Crimson Tide on upset alert? Alabama is favored by 14 and a half. Florida still has a question mark at quarterback, although I think Emory Jones is going to start. How will Bryce Young manage that hostile crowd in Gainesville. And the other matchup is Auburn and Penn State. Penn State is favored by five. That is the primetime game on ABC. 22nd ranked Auburn Tigers going up to Happy Valley. They're going to have a wideout. Those fans are going to be hostile. Penn State ranked 10th. They've had an impressive road victory over Wisconsin. And now this is going to be a test between a Big Ten team and and an SEC team. So how will Auburn fare? Looking at some of the local games, Georgia Southern is taking on Arkansas. Arkansas is ranked 20th. That's going to be on the SEC network. 
at 4. Georgia is going to take on South Carolina. That game is going to be at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Georgia's ranked second in the country. South Carolina is 2-0. They had a comeback win last week over East Carolina. And Georgia is trying to avoid the huge upset that happened two years ago in Athens where South Carolina came in and stunned the Bulldogs. The Gamecocks don't even know who their starting quarterback is going to be. Will it be Zeb Nolan or Luke Doty? Not sure what is going to happen there. But going back to that double overtime loss, 20-17, to back on October 12, 2019, that was the last time that Georgia lost a home game. Remember, the coach for South Carolina was Will Muschamp. Now, Will Muschamp is on the sideline for Georgia. A lot has changed. Stetson Bennett was in at quarterback last week. An impressive job beating UAB 56-7. He had five touchdown passes. Who will be the starter for the Bulldogs? Will it be JT Daniels, who is injured? Or will it be Stetson Bennett coming in in relief? Georgia does not need to take South Carolina lightly. I think South Carolina can come up for this game. And, of course, I feel that Georgia ranks second in the country. They have a big target on their back. Some of the other games, going to go through the local games, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, 1-1 one one after an impressive victory over Kennesaw State last week. They will travel to Death Valley to take on Clemson, ranked number six. They're also 1-1. One one. Clemson is favored by four touchdowns. The last time Georgia Tech played Clemson it wasn't pretty Trevor Lawrence had his way with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and Clemson has been dominant in its last 32 games their last regular season loss last year was that overtime loss to Notre Dame where DJ Uyangalele came in in relief because Trevor Lawrence was out with COVID I'm looking forward to seeing how well Will Shipley will be at running back for the Tigers. To see he's only a freshman, he could have a good game for the Clemson Tigers. And we got Georgia State, and we got Georgia State, who's 0-2 on the season. They will take on UNC Charlotte at the Center Park Stadium. Other Georgia football teams in action, Kennesaw State will take on Wofford. And LaGrange College will take on Southern Virginia. All right, it's time for my high school football show. It is week four in the Valley, and some of the intriguing games that I'm going to go over. First of all, last week was crazy. We had uh, some of the craziest matchups. Callaway getting a big victory over Douglas Thursday night. Russell County beating Valley 35-20. to And Hardaway blew a 38... And Hardaway blew a 28-3 lead and Troop County came all the way back to win that game in overtime, 41-34. to We had Spencer picking up a win because Jordan forfeited their game. Spencer's now 2-2 two two on the season. Northside got a big, impressive win over Shaw, and they're 3-0. They do have a bye this week. Northside will take on Whitewater next week. Central was all over Jefferson Davis. Central is now 4-0 on the season, and they have a massive game this week going up against Enterprise. Enterprise, a very talented 7A team in their region. Auburn continues rolling as they're 4-0 on the season after beating Dothan, and Auburn will take on Jefferson Davis. Should be a win for the Auburn Tigers high school team. We have an interesting Saturday matchup as Valley will take on Sydney Lanier in Montgomery. And of course, Opelika 
beat Carver Montgomery last night. The Park Crossing Eufaula game has been canceled because Park Crossing has had a COVID outbreak. We got Beauregard taking on Central Clay County. The game of the week for WBRL, the game of the week for WTVM is Lafayette and Lynette. Due to the field conditions, they have moved that game to Bulldog Stadium in Opelika. We got Montgomery Catholic taking on Beulah. We have Noonan taking on Harris County. Harris County, this will be their first home game this season. So come on out to Hamilton, Georgia. Nice to see Harris County back in action on their home field. You have Troop County taking on Spencer. This game will be at A.J. McClung. And you have Columbus taking on Jordan. Both teams do not have a win this season. So who will pick up their first victory from the teams out of Columbus. Kendrick does not have a win either, and they are traveling up to Callaway Stadium to take on the Grangers of LaGrange, who look very impressive. They are 3-0 on the season. One football game that I've got my eyes on is the Thompson-Hewitt-Trustville game. Thompson is ranked number one in 7A in Alabama, and Hewitt-Trustville is ranked number two. Now, the game that I'm going to talk about is Russell County taking on Lee Montgomery. Russell County is 4-0, taking on the Generals of Lee, who are 2-2 on the season. This will be not their home opener, but this will be their first game in the newly renovated stadium at Russell County in Seal, Alabama. It's called Corbett Stadium. It's got a new jumbotron. It's got a renovated press box and artificial turf. It looks sweet. So when I'm calling the game tonight, I'll make sure to get these high school scores in. I'm going to keep an eye on that Thompson-Hewitt-Trustville game. Definitely the Central Enterprise game. And then we'll try to sneak in some some of the teams from West Georgia as well. All right, it's time for my NFL picks. The Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Chicago Bears. The Bears did not get the result they wanted Sunday night against the Rams. Bears are favored by two and a half. When will it be time to play Justin Fields? I tell you what, the Bengals looked impressive with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. They seem like they're on the same page. But I think Chicago gets the win because they're playing at home. Houston looked very impressive with Tyrod Taylor, Mark Ingram. They have some players, but they're going up against a team. I don't believe in moral victories, but the Browns played very well against the Kansas City Chiefs. They were just running into Patrick Mahomes. The Browns are favored by 13, and they should win this game. The Rams taking on the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know where to lean on this one. The Colts have talent on their team. They just... We're playing a much better team in the Seahawks. But the Rams might be playing on a different level with Matthew Stafford. He has made all the difference. And I think the Rams will win this game. The Buffalo Bills taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Bills are a very good team. They just lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers on an unlucky special teams play. And the Dolphins won because the Patriots could not get the job done with the fumble to Damian Harris. I think Buffalo wins this game. It's going to be close. New England taking on the New York Jets. Zach Wilson has shown something. He actually shown that he could play in that second half. 
But Bill Belichick, what does he do to rookie quarterbacks? He owns them, and I think the Patriots get the victory. They are favored by six. This game is starting to become very intriguing to me. The 49ers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. The Niners are favored by three due to some of their injuries. Dre Greenlaw is going to be out for about eight weeks. They lost Raheem Mostert to the season. Jason Verrett out for the season. The 49ers might have to become Trey Lance reliant if Jimmy Garoppolo struggles. I still think the 49ers have a talented team. They can move the football, but this is going to be the strength of the defensive line for the Eagles and the offensive line for the 49ers, which is a very underrated unit. But I think the 49ers are going to have trouble in the secondary. I am impressed with De'Amre Lenore. He's probably going to get the start. Not sure if Emmanuel Mosley is going to be out there as well. But the Niners have signed two cornerbacks off the street, Josh Norman and Drake Kirkpatrick. Not sure if they're going to get playing time. It's going to be a close game, and I think the Niners will win The Las Vegas Raiders got a very impressive win over the Baltimore Ravens, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are starting to show that they are buttoned up as a team. They don't do well against the Steelers, and I think the Raiders lose this game. You got the New Orleans Saints going up against the Carolina Panthers. Jameis Winston is just playing on a different level. But this game is on the road, and Carolina looks pretty good with Sam Darnold. And I think Carolina wins, but it'll be close. You got the Denver Broncos taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Broncos are favored by six. I think that Teddy Bridgewater has shown that he can be the quarterback. The Broncos are not going to have Jerry Judy, but the Broncos defense is scary. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be running for his life. You got Vaughn Miller. You got Bradley Chubb. You got Patrick Sertain at the cornerback position. And I think the Broncos will surprise some people. They will start the year 2-0. The Vikings taking on the Cardinals. Another team that could come out the gate. The Cardinals look really good week one. And I think they beat the Vikings to go 2-0. This game could be a little bit closer than I think. The Buccaneers are favored by 12.5 against the Atlanta Falcons. But don't look at that score, 32-6, and think, oh, that's the Atlanta Falcons this season. That game was closer than you think. The Falcons were down 7-6, but once the Eagles put that touchdown and the two-point conversion to go up 15-6, the wheels came off for the Falcons. If the Falcons establish an offensive identity where they run the ball, where they try to make Tom Brady feel uncomfortable by blitzing on defense, this could be a much closer game, but I think Tampa gets the win. And then, of course, you got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. The Cowboys look very good against the Buccaneers. I know there's no such thing as moral victories. I think the Cowboys get the win here because this is practically a home game. You're going to have a lot of Cowboys fans in SoFi Stadium. I think the Cowboys will get the win. Dak Prescott will look spectacular, and the defense will improve. Justin Herbert is still a very young quarterback, and I think the Cowboys will get the win because nobody wants to see the Cowboys start 0-2. They would hear nothing but criticism from the media if the Cowboys started 0-2. The Tennessee Titans look bad against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, almost humiliating. I don't know what it is. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill can survive without his offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. They're just a different team. And going up in a hostile environment against 
a Seahawks team that looks scary after getting an impressive road win over a talented Indianapolis Colts team. I think this game could get ugly. Well, the last time I saw the Titans play the Seahawks, the Titans played them very close. And they matched the Seahawks very well. But the Seahawks look like they're buttoned up. And I think the Seahawks will get the victory. The Sunday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to call the upset here. I think the Baltimore Ravens get the win because they're playing at home. Primetime game. Lamar Jackson, if he gets a lead, he's going to be unstoppable. And the Chiefs defense didn't look all that impressive against the Browns. I think this is going to be one of those games where Patrick Mahomes could struggle. It could be a back and forth matchup between both teams and I think the Ravens get the win all right the Monday night game you got the Detroit Lions taking on the Green Bay Packers both teams lost their games but Detroit showed me something almost coming back against the San Francisco 49ers I mean they literally they were down 41 to 17 with two minutes to go and they almost had an opportunity to tie that game Green Bay was humiliated by the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville, so it wasn't even in New Orleans, and Aaron Rodgers had his worst game of his career. The media has been dogging Aaron Rodgers all week, and I think Aaron Rodgers will have a bounce-back game against a division foe that doesn't look all that impressive, although I think Jared Goff has been hearing it from the critics, and I think Jared Goff will have a good game. DeAndre Swift is a good running back, but Green Bay will get the win. It might be a two-touchdown score game. Notice when I'm making my football picks that I don't give the score. I actually, last year, when I made my football picks, I was all about just predicting the score, and I was going to give you fantasy advice and take the points and everything. Well, I'm not going to do that this season, so don't forget that I will have my Facebook Live show live at Corbett Stadium tonight. You don't want to miss that. That is all the time I have on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel and download my podcast wherever you get your podcast. This is going to be a crazy football week. I cannot wait for it. I hope that everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy all the games, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.